Welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host, Nate Renly. My guest today is Dave Pallas. Hello, Dave. Hey, Nate. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, this is a this is a really fun film, a nice mystery. I'm glad that we still have murder mysteries these days. I think these are really fun. I think it's glad um, I'm happy to have them in the movies. I'll just say that. That's my opening line. <laughs> happy to be here. Right on. <laughs> uh, we got minute 30, well, 131, actually. Uh, it starts at two hours and 10 minutes, ends at two hours, 10 minutes, 59 seconds. Uh, this scene begins with Claire and Lionel raising their hands. I saw him driving away from Mandy's house the night she was killed. Oh, you shitheads. Get the son of a bitch? Yeah. And it ends. You ready to go home? It ends with the camera pushing in on Cassandra's face as she looks out at police boats. That's how that's how it ends. I remember that. <laughs> um so yeah. What happened in this minute? What what, what do we got? Uh well. Well, I mean, for, okay, you're asking, you're asking me what I had to ex- describe to you what happened in the minutes that you asked me to look at, which is fine. Okay, I came here ready to do some homework, or I can walk us through it and you can you can provide commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, sure, go right ahead. All right, all right. First off, we got the characters. They're sitting on the steps in front of a burning building. Uh, it's the Glass Onion Building, you know. Then we we go over to Miles, and he says, "Oh, you shitheads." Can we swear on this podcast? Whatever. <laughs> Don't. I'm not. I'm not the guy who tells you to do that. <laughs> I. I didn't. I didn't write it. it was, uh. You know. It was Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fault. Take it up with him. Yeah. I'm sure his mailbox. <laughs> uh, his inbox is full. But yeah. Take it up with him. Some <laughs> some stern email. It hurt my kids' feelings when I heard a bad word. Uh. So we got Cassandra walking away from everybody towards the shore. And then she sits next to Blanc in a chair, and they look at the water, look at the ocean, and they see some police boats coming. It's nighttime. You know, this is the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no. So if you've been following along, you know what's what's happening. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, I'm I'm glad that uh, they're all coming to the 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 truth about what happened. Um, they're not covering it up anymore. Um, okay, so yeah, so I saw this in the theater, so I'll admit, I have, I've not watched the whole thing again since. I saw it in theaters, I did like it. Um, I think my only complaint was probably when it came to Netflix, there were like Glass Onion, a Knives Out story, and I was like, don't be cowards like that. Just don't don't have to try to subtitle your own movie. Like, at least Kenneth Branagh was like, Haunting in Venice, Do you, if, you're, if you're smart enough, you'll know this is another, you know, Hercule Poirot film, but I'm not going to spell it out for you. Um, mm. so I, I, you know, I, 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 I'm happy that, um, that, it, that Daniel Craig is just, I think he's excited to like do a character who's like interesting, but a lot l- more laid back 
and not as physical as uh, James Bond was. Cause like, I, I know he talked about how exhausted he was and I'm sure he like, I'm sure he like broke bones, hurt hands, hurt knees all the time with stunts. So to be like, Oh, I get to stand, wear fun clothes and work with all these actors. And I don't have to like, you know, do action scenes where I have to keep running, run and jump, Dan. I need to now run into the helicopter. He's like, no, I get to, I get to hang out on the beach and, you know, let all these actors talk around me. And I get to go, Oh, very interesting. You know, um, his clothes are so fun oh yeah like um you're right about that yeah he's got the he's got i'm sure like all those clothes really nice and nice nice and breathe in the mediterranean like that because this, this is supposed to be like yeah. off the coast of greece or something the glass onion it's supposed to be like somewhere like that's correct yeah somewhere around yeah there. i i, I kind of remember like the i was, I was like yeah it wasn't france it was more i think mediterranean when they were like at the docks um and the score i think is going for that as well yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the whole point of of this thing that Cassandra is doing was to get Miles destroyed enough adequately that burn it all down and then hopefully his friends will turn on him and she can get some justice. Yeah, for his That's sister, happened yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last last person. They've all raised their hands. We've got Lionel saying it explicitly. So, you know, victory. I mean, sister's still dead. Your sister's dead, and like I don't know. I feel like some of them are going to have to have some kind of, um, you know, I don't know if it's like if it's conspiracy or aiding a crime. You know, with because I feel like I feel like there could be some other, you know, a detective, an actual like detective, not like you know, an investigator here, but like an actual like, um. I'm sure I'm sure like uh, somehow the feds are going to want to get involved. You know, once once they get these people back out of Greece and like back to America, um, I'm very curious, you know, however, between Interpol and feds, how like if they're going to want to investigate these people to be like they're all involved with like politics, tech companies. Well, Batista's character is dead, but he was obviously a big, big time uh, streamer. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, where's Peg in this scene? I'm a, I'm I'm mad. Where Peg at? Oh yeah, and also um, because she's the assistant to Kate Hudson, and at least I don't see Kate Hudson shown on the uh, on the steps here. Is she? I'm, I'm trying to remember. I thought she was there. Maybe she is. Just, they just don't cut to. Oh, there she. Is. I'm sorry. There she is. They're so far no, away. Yeah, she's she's on moment. Edward Norton's yeah. left. That's what it is. He so Catherine Hahn, and I want to make sure I get all the actors correct. Uh, bu, 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 bu. What's the uh uh, uh Lionel? Um, on, 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 cause we're seeing from his perspective. So Edward Norton, Miles is right. Uh, Kate Hudson is left. Yeah. I just, I'm just kind of, honestly, I just, uh, I, I talk to people online. We all like Jessica Henwick. We thought like she was the only good part in, um, uh, uh Iron Fist. Um, and I just, uh, uh, by, by the time this comes out, if no, if you haven't, I highly recommend picking up that Joanna Robinson MCU book. If you're slightly interested in like the history, like and all the hot gossip tea when the MCU movies were coming out, I highly recommend it. I I was like, wow, I learned so much, um, so much of the actual shit that went down, and still technically, what's it called? It's called the MCU, like by Joanna Robinson, and it's it's oh, okay. literally about just like the whole thing. And she apparently the story is that like when she first started that book, Marvel and Disney were very excited to like tell her stuff, kind of as like a fluff piece. And they realized, oh no, I'm taking everything. Like everything's going to be discussed, all the warts and all. And they were like, oh, we. And they started like 
trying to get people to silence to like talk to her. So she got a decent amount of um, interviews. There's a whole section about how like the whole thing with the incredible Hulk and Edward Norton about how he was like very controlling and like that burned a bridge between him and Marvel. And I'm very curious if whatever happened on in, and, and that, if that affected like Edward Norton's career in like the, in like the two thousands. Um, I think, I think it did. What I've noticed now is I only see Edward Norton work with directors that he like respects. I think. Yeah. So maybe they, they have so an like, agreement. He's been doing like the Wes Anderson ones mm-hmm. or he did, uh, you know, he was in Birdman and I, I think probably he just wasn't happy with that. I mean, that movie wasn't no. that great. I, I don't think he was, he was probably trying to like direct it from the actor seat, which you, you shouldn't do like, because it makes everybody unhappy. He should probably just work with people he already respects and on projects that are already, he already believes yeah. in or something. Yeah, no, there, there is certain times where the actor is like, either you gotta, you gotta say like, I got roped into a movie that's not that great and just get the paycheck and get out, be nice about it. Or cause like, it's like, it's one of the things where a lot of people said, like, why did Tom Cruise get involved with the mummy remake? It seemed like the movie wasn't that, that like that, that, that thick. It was like, did Tom Cruise really want to, uh, you know, to, to kind of get in bed with that. And they said he was trying to like ghost, write And trying to work on it as it was happening. It's it's like the, the mess. Um, but yeah, they uh, when they got to Iron Fist, and they were like Iron Fist was like it was messy. They didn't really uh, have much time to like actually write plot. Um, the guy Finn who plays Iron Fist like didn't do enough training. And they were saying is that like that Jessica Henwick, whenever she could, would try to get the stunt people to teach her more stuff. They 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 couldn't talk about too much. They couldn't talk enough nice things about Jessica Henwick. So when I was excited, she's in this movie as Peg. I'm like, it's great. And I'm like, I don't think there's enough peg in this movie. Like I was kind of like, I was hoping she'd be the Ana de Armas where it was kind of like she was good, but it really felt like she was just most of the time, just the assistant and a good person for the most part, but just the assistant to Kate Hudson. I felt like she didn't be, wasn't too involved with the actual crime and mystery here. True. And I, I kind of bummed out that like I said, I don't even see peg in this minute here. I'm kind of bummed out that I'm like, yeah, we do need more Peg because she she was uh um the was it Matrix Revel Resurrections she was uh, I believe Rabbit I think her name was I loved her character no Bugs Bugs that's it Bugs I loved her character in that so um I don't know maybe 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 there can be a Peg spinoff with with Ryan Johnson in the next one like everyone yeah. else can like go they did a great job but give me more Peg that's what I say. Well, so Cassandra walks up to Blanc. They go sit in their chairs. They look at the ocean. Blanc says, did you get the son of a bitch? Cassandra says, yeah. Then he says, you're ready to go home. And that's the end of our minute, right? Uh, Pretty much. Yeah, she yeah, she 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 looks like she's she's ready to collapse and he's ready probably for a nice bourbon or something. Not a whole lot going on in this minute, but. Cinematography wise, there was one interesting shot or the camera work was interesting to me, which was when it cuts to the police boats, you see them. uh, We've got it's nighttime, so it's a lot. It's a very blue palette going on and you see the police boats with their uh, lights, the siren lights, you know, the lights that go with sirens when there's no sound. (laughs) They're police boats. So anyway, the the we got the horizon 
the sea level is like right in the middle of the screen and the boats are heading towards you. But at the same time, the camera is zooming out or the aspect ratio, uh, the lens or whatever is being adjusted so that it's zooming away from them very quickly. So they're actually getting smaller and smaller, even though they're heading towards you. Mm. Uh, ending up with Daniel Craig's head coming into focus. And then as it switches, the lights on the boats just become like, you know, fuzzy, fuzzy little distance lights. And I thought that was an interesting shot. I don't know why. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It confused me for a second. Yeah, no, I see. I'm looking at it again. I'm scrubbing back and I'm looking at it. And I guess it's kind of like once you see the police, you're not really in a panic. And then I think when you cut to LeBlanc relaxing, you're no, like, I think it's it's him, it's Ryan and, and through Blanc telling the audience, you don't got to wear everything else. We all got this wrapped up. Like, it's all going to be settled. Like, just, and it literally just his his relaxed position, I think, is him saying, there's going to be no more twists. The film is over. I think it's him, it's like him kind of like, just kind of like letting the audience know, yeah, we're ready. And then and then that music, you can see the, the, the um, like the, I don't know, the, I don't know what instrument that is, but you can just hear the music just starting to swell up, ready for cut to black on the credits. Yeah, there's no more tricks on up Miles' sleeve. The the cops are going to be here now. Um, yeah, so on Mondays, we like to ask the guests if they saw the movie in cinemas. You've already told us you did, but what was the crowd like? What 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 was your experience like since it was only out for a week? Yeah, I remember uh we had a pretty good packed theater. I would say I would say three fourths of it was filled, and because I think it was like a it was a weeknight. I think I went. Um, I I remember we got there was a lot of good laughs. I remember we were all in good spirits watching it. Um, I just went myself, so I didn't have anybody with me. I was, I was literally just like, I'm gonna. I had a free night, and I was like, I'm just I'm just gonna go. Um, and I remember. What's what's the sister's name? All right, so uh, for uh, what's her name? Is it uh, Janelle Monet? What are the both sisters? I can't remember which one's which. Cassandra's the one that's there, uh-huh. and the other one is, uh, is Andy? Andy. Okay, Andy. All right. So I think it was when yeah when we thought that was Andy and stuff and all the weird stuff. I remember people kind of murmuring, and then I remember when they went back to the scenes. I felt like the audience really grasped what was going on. That was, that was Cassandra. Cause I just remember all those weird things that she did. People were, it was a mix of between people like doing that, like, Oh, realization. And almost kind of like chuckling with like that, how they, they're excited that they kind of like, they kind of figured out why this lady was so weird at the party. You know, the, I, the whole, yeah. the whole, and obviously like the whole, um, um, I think they're, what they're playing among us. He was playing, they're playing among us, like in the bathtub or something. The, yeah, that's the right. beginning. The beginning. So I just think I think that whole time I think and also just people had a good laugh when they just kind of were like we're kind of talking about COVID. We're all like in COVID. We're all like you know stuck inside the house and Blanc's losing his mind. Um, I think I, I remember people really chuckling at that. It's kind of like a nice like we can make fun of COVID a little bit and the whole things and the masks and stuff and like kind of like relax. Like we're not trying to get messages on you or anything. We're just saying like, yeah, isn't it funny when this and that and Ethan Hawke's cameo. I remember that was going, people were really getting a good chuckle out of that, him on the dock and then just going, he's gone. Ethan Hawke's in like, Oh, is Ethan Hawke part of this movie? No, he's gone. So <laughs> I didn't know it was him until till this podcast. <laughs> and it was one of those things where people are kind of chuckling around. Like, oh, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm going through all the, all the, um, yeah, the Hugh, the Hugh Grant, 
um, Sondheim. I just I remember those cameos. Oh, the Serena Williams like on the screen, like kind of being oh, right, right. being a witness to like the things that are being talked about. Are we uh, are we working out? Or are we good? <laughs> Break? She's like, I'm on the clock, but uh, just just asking. So um, yeah, a lot of good laughs and and uh, the theater. Um, I think, and I, I was glad because I kind of felt I felt I felt like when I went back to like um, I think it was we were putting a show on I think at the theater. God, I'm trying to remember what it was. I guess it was, I think it was Damn Yankees. I just remember coming back and like I was like, oh yeah, I was like you guys, you guys see it. I was like, oh, is it in theaters? I'm like just a little bit, and then it's gonna go to Netflix. But I was like, you know, I was I was singing its praises. I was like, yeah, I, I like it. Um, I don't know. I'm on the fence. If I think I don't know if I like Knives Out more or this. This is funnier than Knives Out, but I think I still like Knives yeah. Out because I think I like the tension. And I think I'm, I'm, I also I'm a huge sucker for um, Ana de Armas. So, like, I know that helps. But like I said, I think if there was more Peg, if there's if because I felt like Peg was there for good comedy moments. But I think that's what it was. I was like, I want more Peg. That was my take. Yeah. I was like, I was excited for Jessica Henwick, but and and that bucket hat. And I was like, I don't think we got enough of her, in my personal opinion. <laughs> Oh, I forget to mention, no spoilers for the last 15 seconds of this movie, because that's that's next week, uh, you know, tomorrow on Tuesday. All right, fine, fine. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I just don't want anyone to. to <sighs> yeah, I know. You don't. Yeah, you want to get you want to get uh, a bunch of angry letters about that. I'd love to get an angry letter <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> Whoa, this guy. Oh, he is mad. What wow. a wow. What a quaint, a quaint, antiquated thing to receive. <laughs> Just day yeah. written in like lamb's blood. Oh wow, Ooh, very <laughs> ominous. Little anthrax. It, in oh there. oh yeah, wow. Oh wow. I'm poisoned. Can't send that through the email, can you? Yeah. <laughs> On the DMs. The only thing I don't know if we, we can talk about this tomorrow. This isn't spoiler for the ending, but like I never got the joke about the guy hanging out on the island. Can you walk me through what you've gathered about that? Because I don't. I never got. That was one joke that I felt like. The, me and the crowd never really got. We like chuckled a few times and we're like, he's not going to, is he paying off? Like, I don't know what the point of that guy was. Um, he, re- I, I don't, I don't know what the joke was to me. He reminded me of Brad Pitt's character in True Romance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all the it was, it was, but like, but Brad Pitt's like, I felt like Brad Pitt existed in that, movie for a reason he was like a roommate and he hung out and the guys and then like james gaffini came and they beat the shit out of him um but i just felt like this guy was there and i was where i was waiting for him to like have a form of evidence like he actually had a piece of paper on him or he stumbled upon something and he kind of drunkenly mentions it and i just remember him just being this like he'd walk by and they go oh hey it's that guy and then you know i don't know it's just weird for like edward norton's character to kind of like have this weird freeloader guy who's in the middle of like a midlife crisis on the island and Uh, yeah i don't i don't know for sure what the joke was but from my perspective the reason i thought it was funny is because this movie where you're like trying you've seen the first one you're trying to focus on all these details Mm -hmm. trying to keep everything straight and and trying to figure the movie out. And then this guy just keeps appearing. And every time he appeared, I forgot he existed. Yeah, it was. 
So it was kind of like a nice reminder that I didn't have everything in my head that I had already forgotten. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah. like, if this guy could have done it, who knows? I don't yeah. know. Like, I forgot he even was in the movie. So every time I saw him, I didn't know why he was there. So that that's why it made, it was funny. It was like a joke on me that I kept forgetting yeah. he was in the movie. But I, I think that was true for yeah because yeah i I guess so because at first i thought maybe it was supposed to like make miles in in the first half of the film kind of like oh well he's being nice to this guy who's like just a friend maybe it kind of humanizes him more so you don't just jump to like miles is an asshole and you're realizing miles is an ass more and more in the film uh but you're maybe you're kind of like oh maybe this guy kind of offsets it but yeah he never does or says really anything important and like I said, this film, if I don't bring it up, we wouldn't even be seeing it, you know, we talk about it because he's not in these final shots. Uh, not saying, it'd be, it'd be funny if you kind of stumble out and say, hey, I heard something. It, something happened. I just, you know, he just, because I'm kind of like, if this entire building explodes, he's kind of collateral <laughs> in this. And they're going to ask him, like, what do you know about the island? He's like, nah, man, I was just kind of chilling here. <laughs> It's kind of weird. You know, I, I feel bad for him. He's really just kind of freeloading. I don't know. Whatever happened to him, he's just taking it easy. And then just being like, oh, what, all this happened? He's like, I don't really want to be involved in all this. I'm just I'm just here for the mimosas. Yeah. I mean, he gets a portrait at the... Well, no, right. That's a spoiler, too. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, what... What do you got to plug, Dave? Um, well, I no, I, I'll, I'll admit I have not been active. Uh, I've been working on some other uh, projects in my in my community, um, but I I always love talking about mystery men and any comic book movies like that. But if people haven't listened to five minute five minutes of mystery where I talk about the nineteen ninety nine superhero comedy ensemble mystery men, highly recommend that. Um, and the um, the Lakeside Diners Club uh, that I have on Facebook. I'm slowly posting uh, the – there's a, a company that's restoring the Herkimer Battle Jitney. They bought it, and they're working on rebuilding it. So, like, I, every time there's updates, I like to post that to be like, hey, man, like, hopefully by next spring or summer, like, this will be at a convention near you. And then that someone – you know, if I don't see it, someone – I mean, if he announces, like, like next summer that, like, he's going to be at somewhere in, like uh, – you know, somewhere in the United States, I'll think about going to that convention just to like maybe do like an interview with him or like do something. Cause I would love to keep, uh, you know, just kind of just keep the fans interested to be like, Hey, like this guy gave a shit about uh, restoring the Herkimer battle jitney that's been rusting for like uh, 22 years, 24 years. So mm-hmm. uh, that's, yeah, that's my plug is that uh, I love, I love talking about mystery men um, but, uh, yeah, I love, I love a good, I love a good mystery. I'll say that as much. And, uh, I also can plug things cause it's Monday and I, I got nothing, man. I, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you know, someday Brianna and I might do more a goofy movie. Minute. Hey, okay. We've thought about it. We're thinking, All right. we're thinking maybe we'll do it. I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, no, there's no gun to your head. You know, no one's asking you to like, you know, I mean, I, I, Get all your bills straightened out. Get everything in. If you have any fun times, I'll, I'll, you know, glad to have you on the on the feed somewhere. I think I think I need a gun to my head. I don't know, man. I don't want it to be that extreme. I don't want you to like. It's a goofy movie. You can't be like, you know, looking down the barrel and then say like, and in this film, Max and Goofy they get up to some real antics, don't they, folks? That doesn't that doesn't sound right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> keep an eye on a, a Goofy movie minute and maybe. Keep an hey, eye on me. Oh, actually, Just keep an eye on him. God. Yeah. Keep an eye on me. Put a gun no, in my head. No, no. I'm not doing uh, I'm not, just use your eyes. I'm not okay. doing amateur therapy on this on a Monday. Tap, <laughs> tap your foot and look at me disapprovingly until I finish a Goofy Movie Minute. But if you're listening to this podcast, you never listen to a Goofy Movie Minute. Yeah, why not? It's worse things to do with your time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, go to the Twitter handle for this podcast at Glass Onion Min. All one word. Min is like minutes, not like. You know, mystery men. That's fair. Oh, you could have called it mystery five mystery men. Yeah, we, we talked Sorry. about this like eight years ago or something. And <laughs> sure, but funny. yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, and then also I wanted to say one more thing, which was goodbye. Goodbye. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> all right. See you tomorrow. Oh yeah, see you on Tuesday. And thanks for coming back tomorrow, Dave. <laughs>